it's always like, don't hold back, boost your visibility, show up, take a stand, trust that what you know and do is valuable, okay, and share it with the world. Don't play small. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Monique Bloxell of Heart Powered Business. Monique, it's awesome to have you on the show. It's amazing to be here with you, Gresh. Definitely. The pleasure is all ours and super excited about jumping in into the interview. But before we did, I want to read a little bit more about Monique so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Monique is the founder of Heart Powered Business, helping speakers and expert entrepreneurs world, worldwide to build scalable businesses so they can stop selling their time, earn a six plus figure income and make a much bigger impact. Monique herself is an awarded international speaker, business mentor, podcaster, and published author. And bringing her passion for business together with her love for speaking, she helps you turn your message into your golden key to success. Her business mantra, speak up, scale up, impact the world. Monique, are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Absolutely. All ready to rock and roll. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's do it then. So I've definitely been honored to, to be a guest on your show. So I truly appreciate all the awesomeness that you're doing. But I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I like to call your CEO story. And we'll let you start all the awesome work you're doing. Right. Okay. So, uh, you know, what not a lot of people know about me is I grew up actually in Eastern Germany and I don't know how much you know about history in Germany, but Eastern Germany was the communist part of the country. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was actually on the streets, you know, <laughs> demonstrating to make the walls come down, which happened in 89. But, you know, when I grew up really, um, you know, it was a communist country, meaning that we didn't have a lot of entrepreneurs. Okay. Mm -hmm. So not a lot of people were running their own business, meaning that most people were really stayed employed resources were state owned, right? So I, you know, again, I grew up with a mantra and, you know, even, even if you haven't grown up in a communist country, I think a lot of us have grown up with a mantra, mantra, girl or boy, be good at school, get a good job, live a good life. Yes. Okay. Can I see a thumb up? All right. Okay. Yeah. I think a lot of people have grown up this way. So the thing is, despite the fact that I didn't have inspiring entrepreneurs around me, even as a child, even as a kid, I was already, I feel like I already had this entrepreneurial gene inside of me. So, you know, at the age of 10, 14 and 18, you know, I was picking up what people wanted and needed, you know, put a little bit of entrepreneurial sparkle on and made money. When I was 18, I already had people making money for me, <laughs> but I never saw myself as an entrepreneur. So, you know, again, I followed the advice to go be good at school, get a good job, live a good life. So I studied economics. And for about 15 years, I worked in the corporate world, which is good if, you know, uh, in so many ways, because I picked up a lot of insights this way too. However, um, and that's a little bit of a, you know, dark side of my story. Um, I, I was living a comfortable life, but there was so much missing in my life. And I think I probably tell the story of a lot of CEOs that run their own business today. You know, there's something in your life that was missing that either you felt that there was like, this kind of sailing of, you know, what you could really achieve, what impact you could make, what a purpose was, uh, you being employed. Um, and, uh, you know, a little bit of a dark side was that uh, while I was still employed, 
Um, you know, within a short period of time, I lost two people that were pretty close to me. So first, my friend Michael died unexpectedly, okay, age 46, leaving a five-year-old child behind. And shortly after him, my boss died at the age of 46, leaving a five-year-old child behind. Both of them out of the blue, okay? And I know that we always ask the question, you know, what, and, you know, and, and we never really take the question seriously until we do. So in that moment, I asked myself this serious question, I was in my late 30s and I asked like, what if I have to go at the age of 46, what do I want to die out of? And it was not out of a corporate job. So, you know, I really asked myself and I looked into my life, like we all start digging and say, who am I? What do I care about? What difference do I want to make? And I knew that I wanted to become an entrepreneur. Okay, I looked back into my childhood and what, what you know, sparked, uh, sparked it for me and I said, okay, good. So I was naive. I thought like, hey, you know what? I've managed a big part of a big business and, uh, you know, starting a small business from scratch should be easy, right? And I thought I had, you know, I had contacts all over the world, but, uh, you know, in the end, they were all employed. They couldn't show me how to do it. So when I stepped out and I built my first business, I failed miserably, right? I think in the first one and a half years of my, of my entrepreneurial kindergarten time, I, uh, I think I lost about 60,000 euros um, and, you know, yeah, I won half years of my life, but I learned the 10,000 ways of how not to do it. <laughs> okay. How not to start a business. The good news is the more you learn what not, you know, what doesn't work, the more insight you get on, or the more idea you get on what does work. So eventually, you know, I, I was lucky enough. I found a mentor and she really got me into the entrepreneurial world and helped me to take a shortcut. So I really understood what it means to think like an entrepreneur, to feel like a business owner, holding the whole responsibility of our business in our own hands. You know, what it meant to network, to act, you know, and really to build a business and start making money. So, you know, like that's when, you know, things started take, to take off. And the last eight years, pretty much that's what I've been doing. You know, I, I really help entrepreneurs to really use the power of their voice to get more visible to step up and to grow their business and make a bigger impact in the world. So that's a little bit about my story. <laughs> this is how I got to where I am today. Yeah, well, I appreciate you so much in, in sharing that. Obviously, sorry to hear you know about your, your friends, but um, I'm a big believer in sometimes things happen in life and kind of redirect us towards that. As you were talking about, you know, you as your youth and not, I almost think that um, I'm a big believer in binary. So sometimes when you don't have something, um, as you talked about not seeing a lot of entrepreneurs, sometimes that when you, you get that taste of who you are and what kind of makes you who you are, it kind of um, fuels you in the work that you do, it sounds like. So I appreciate you for sharing that and even more, you know, for all the the work and impact that you're having on, in so many different lives and so I, I know you touched a little bit more on you know what it is and how you exactly serve the clients that you work with could you drill down a little bit more into that and what you feel is kind of like what I like to call your secret sauce and what you feel kind of sets you apart absolutely so um okay so the, the mantra of our business so our business is called hard power business okay and uh, the mantra of our business really speak up scale up impact the world Okay, so, you know, what we do is we really work a lot with expert entrepreneurs, you know, like coaches, speakers, trainers, consultants, and we really help them to speak up. We help them to sharpen their message, okay, to, to step out more, get more heard and seen, like what you're doing here right now, Gresham, right? There's a lot of people that say, oh my God, I could never speak on a podcast, right? <laughs> Although it's such a powerful way of really getting heard and seen and to share your wisdom with others, right? So we help them to really feel more confident 
we help them to get into more stages we help them to you know to really also sharpen their message uh so that you know it's it's not only that they show up but people really resonate with their message as at a deeper level Absolutely appreciate that. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? The first one that came to mind once you're asking me this question is a very simple one that has nothing to do with business and has everything to do with business. Okay. It's from Maurice, the book called The Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. Do you know that book? I've heard of it. Okay. So The Four Agreements is really about, you know, like principles like Okay, um, always do your best. Okay, if you do your best, you don't need to beat yourself up. If you succeed or, or you learn, right, we either succeed or we learn, right? Okay, again, you don't need to give yourself a hard time. You're always proud of yourself because you're always giving your best. It's absolutely huge. So I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you have to do a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. It's always like, don't hold back, boost your visibility show up, take a stand, trust that what you know and do is valuable, okay, and share it with the world. Don't play small, okay? You will always create ripple effects in the most amazing ways. So use the power of your voice to grow your business, okay? And trust that you are creating an impact. Just an example yesterday, right? I saw on LinkedIn, there was a woman, you know, that was uh, part of a workshop where I gave, uh, part of a conference where I gave a workshop yesterday as well. And she posted on LinkedIn um, and she tagged me and it was saying something like, oh, and thank you, Monique. You know, she, Monique was one of the first, you know, at a, and first speakers at a Toastmasters conference to really show me how big we as women can go. That must have been many years ago. I don't even know what conference she refers to anymore. But we touch someone's life every time we speak up. So don't hold back, don't be shy, don't hide behind a computer. Okay, go out there, be interviewed by Crash and other amazing podcasters and other speakers, right? And event organizers, get your word out there. So boost your visibility. And we are running actually visibility workshops, visibility programs to really help people to go beyond being shy and holding back to get them to really shine and uh, get seen and heard and noticed and visible so that they can really attract more clients, get paid more, and touch many more lives. So don't be shy, boost your visibility, use the power of your voice to grow your business further. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I truly appreciate that. I'm a big believer in us having gifts and those gifts being given for us to, to, to make an impact in the world. So I love that you mentioned that and, and that you do that, of course. And so I, I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Monique, what does being a CEO mean to you? I mean, it means so much, right? So in the first place, as you know, our business called Hot Powered Business, right? Okay, so being a CEO for me means coming from your heart, really caring, caring about what you do, your products, the people you work with, your clients, everyone and everything involved, okay? Don't take it lightly, okay? Care about it, come look at it and open your heart to it, right? And at the same time, don't, you know, just connecting with your heart doesn't mean that you need to, to you know, become weak or anything like that. In contrary, your heart is actually one of the strongest organs in our body, right? So again, be powerful, okay? So again, care about it, love up everyone, love, you know, around you at the same time, okay? Use your power to create concrete results and make a bigger impact. And I believe as a CEO, it's, it's an incredible opportunity to change the world. At the same time, it's a responsibility, okay? 
So it's not like what happens within this department is my responsibility, but what happens somewhere else is not. Okay. Of course, as a CEO, you're responsible for your whole organization, but I also believe you're responsible for, you know, what your what impact you can make beyond your business. So I think we hold incredible responsibility to really think always beyond and outside of the box and step out of the box and allow others to step out of the box, right? So, um, you know, because I'm also, you know, uh, friends of mine together with me and my support, you know, we created the No More Boxes movement to help people to step out of the box, right? And, uh, you know, also one last thing I would like to say, which I think might be hard for leaders and even CEOs, you know, there's always a spotlight on us and everyone is looking at us and everyone is expecting to be guided by us. What I really learned is we do not pretend to always have the answer. We do not need to pretend that we always, you know, are in control of everything. Yes, we want to be the rock, okay? We want to keep things together, especially in turmoil times. But at the same time, I think we as CEOs have the responsibility to give people space to create, to contribute. I think we really need to co-create. Being the CEOs, we need to co-create where we are going with our business, what impact we are making, you know, how we are making decisions, how we run our organization, our business. We need to not do that in isolation. There's, you know, I mean, again, I believe in collective wisdom and power. So again, you don't need to pretend that you're always on top of everything. Just invite others, give them space. And I've experienced that so many times. When we wrote a book about, you know, how do you start, uh, you know, uh, how do you grow your, your speaking business? We had about, you know, when I, when I just had the intention, I started to interview people. Within a short period of time, we had about 150 people involved, being involved. So the whole process and the whole project became much bigger because we were open and we invited others to contribute. So again, let me summarize, being a CEO is being hard powered. Okay, so come from your heart, really deeply care, but also care about results and use your power and the power of your voice to grow your business at the same time. Okay, make sure that, um, you know, uh, make sure that, uh, you take the opportunity of leading your organization into a future, but also to hold the responsibility and be aware of the impact you're making for your organization, everyone involved, for your business, everyone involved, but also beyond that, on our you know, society, on our neighborhoods, you know, on our climate and everything else. We hold that responsibility as CEOs. And last but not least, co-create it, invite others to shape the direction and the impact you're making. And that will actually grow things beyond your imagination. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I truly appreciate that definition, Monique, and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. I would just, again, repeat what I said earlier. Okay, don't hold back. Your your voice holds, uh, holds uh, power, okay? You know, what you know, is you know holds wisdom so again use the power of your voice to make a bigger impact speak up scale up impact the world in a greater way awesome 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 and, and people that want to get a hold of you what's the best way for them to do that okay so they can either connect with me on linkedin okay or uh, they can also i mean we have a global community of entrepreneurs and speakers they can also join us it's called the hot power global nation and we can put the link actually in you know uh, we can add it so you can join us there Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. Uh, again, you know, also we have a website called moniqueblockstill.com. Uh, we are rebuilding our new website right now, which is going to be called hardpoweredbusiness.com, uh, uh, but that's still going to be a couple of weeks in the making. 
But, uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, again, uh, you can always check it out. Okay, awesome. so that's how you can connect. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And to make it even easier, as Monique said, we will have the links and information in the show notes. But definitely appreciate you, Monique, for the time you took today and all the awesome work that you do. I appreciate you and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.